Hi there, and welcome back to the What's Not Seen podcast. So last time we talked, we talked about the fruit of the spirit in regards to motherhood. Um, I really, really enjoyed making that um, podcast episode, and it also like helped me be more reflective as I continued on throughout the week after playing it back for myself. So hopefully the same thing will go with today's episode. We are sticking with the topic of fruit of the spirit, but this time we are going to talk about um, in regards to relationships. So I am mostly going to be speaking on romantic relationships, but I do have um, a verse that covers all types of relationship, friendships, you know, acquaintances, whatever. So we are going to go ahead and jump right in. Um, I do want to start with um, the Bible verse that just covers all relationships because I feel like it is a blanket Bible verse. Um, you can use it for any situation in your relationship, whatever kind of relationship, family, relationship any kind. So here we go. It is 1 Timothy 4, chapter 4, verse 12. And it says, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. So all of your relationships in your life should be examples um, should be examples to others and all of those things and what you say, how you act in those relationships, how you love the person, um, the, you know, how your spirit is, the set of your spirit, um, your faithfulness and impurity. And in regards to romantic relationships, other people, you know, nowadays with social media and whatnot, people see your relationships and sometimes your relationships are judged. Um, not sometimes, probably all the time, you know, your mom or dad, if you're in a relationship, they want you to be in a happy, loving relationship. You know, your friends look at your relationships. So you want your relationships to be an example to others and how you all talk to each other and what you do how you guys show love to one another and impurity. And I definitely underlined impurity because we want our our relationships to be pure. All right, so now we are going to move on. Um, I am going to go over love again. So last week, I just love the Bible verse, um, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. So I am going to read that one again. Um, it's verses four and five. It says, love is patient, kind, does not envy, boast, it is not proud, it, is, it does not dishonor, it's not self-seeking, easily angered, and it keeps no record of wrongs. Just like um, how we use this verse with our kids, we should also use this verse in our relationships. And this is also a blanket um, Bible verse with your relationships, because you can use this across the board for all of your relationships. Um, but especially in your romantic ones, you know, if you're in a relationship, you should not be self-seeking. If you love someone, you're not all about what can that person do for me. So if that's your mindset in your relationship, you are not loving that person according to um, Corinthians chapter 13. 
Um, if you are not patient with your spouse, maybe there's something that your spouse does that just annoys you so much. And, you know, instead of being patient with that person and trying to help them through it, you snap on them and whatnot. That is not showing your partner love, okay? Um, yeah, dishonoring your partner if you're doing something maybe behind closed doors that if they knew that you were doing it, that it would dishonor that person. That's not showing your spouse love. And in, in Example of that that comes to mind immediately is with social media. I know several um, relationship partners where one person will have a certain type of platform and the other person won't have it. So that can open the door to the other person doing things to dishonor their partner on their platform because they don't think that person's going to see it. Just because the person doesn't see it that doesn't, you're not loving them. That's not showing them love if you're dishonoring them behind, you know, closed doors, basically. And if you are easily angered at your spouse, that's not showing them love. If everything they do, you just snap at them and argue and fight all the time. And everything they say just makes you angry. That's not showing them love. And the Main one that I need help with is keeps no record of wrongdoings. We talked about that with our children. Same thing for your partner. You definitely don't want to keep a record of wrongdoings um, in fights. I hear this often with different podcasts and whatnot. And even in real life, you know, you just, whenever you get in a fight, you just spout off all the things that the person did wrong, you know, to hurt you and wrong you. And that's not giving, you know, that's not loving your partner. If you're keeping track of every single mistake that person has done in your relationship. Now, in our relationships, we should have joy. So, first of all, we need to give love in our relationships. Says be, so, to, going back to the very first scripture we read, Timothy says, be an example in love. So we went over Corinthians 13 of what love is. And now if you're giving love in your relationships, you should have joy. So a good um, Bible verse to go over joy is Romans 15 verse 13. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, if you notice in this scripture, it says nothing about a person making you happy, bringing you joy. So in your relationships, you should not be looking to your partner, your spouse, your mom, your dad, whoever it is you're, you know, you want to apply this to, to bring you joy. Who will fill you with joy? It says the God of hope. So, and it says he'll give you joy and peace. And how do you get that? You have to trust in God. And then how do you overflow with hope? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. So none of this comes from another person or even comes from you. Joy comes from God and it, you get joy through the Holy Spirit as well. So, you know, if you want to exude joy in your relationships, don't look for another person to make you to bring joy to you because it's not going to happen. You find joy in God. 
Now, let's move on to faithfulness. So faithfulness is a fruit of the spirit. Oh, sweet niblets. I did not even read the fruits of the spirit. I'm so sorry, friends. So the fruits of the spirit, let's jump all the way back. I just jumped right in. Um, Galatians 5 lists the fruit of the spirit. It is love, joy, which we covered love already. We are talking about joy now. Peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And it says against such there is no law. And we are not going to cover all of those topics in regards to relationships today, but we are going to cover several of them. So we just talked about joy and that joy comes from God. And now we're going to talk about faithfulness. So I am using um, an ESV version of that translation of Proverbs 3 verses 3 through 4. It says, let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. And I really love this verse because it says, let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. So you always need to be striving to love and be faithful to others, to show faithfulness to them and to show them love. It says, bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. You should constantly be trying to show love and faithfulness. And it says, you'll not only find favor with those around you, other people, but you will find favor in the sight of God too. And good success. And that's what we strive for as Christians is to be successful in the eyes of God. So if you're showing love and, and faithfulness, you will have success in the sight of God and not just God. But this verse helps you be successful with your relationships with other people. And another one on faithfulness is Luke chapter 16 verses 10 through 12 ESV is as well. One who is faithful in very little is also faithful in much. And one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. So this um, verse I wrote down for maybe those who are dating. Um, you know, it's kind of like you need to be watchful of other people's actions and how they conduct themselves. And it's just, yeah, just keep an eye out for people's actions and what they show you. Because the Bible here is telling us that someone who's faithful, if they don't have a little bit, if they do have little, someone who's faithful with the little bit that they have, when they get more, they'll still be faithful. But someone who's dishonest with little things, they're going to continue to be dishonest in the bigger situations. So that's just something, a warning, I guess, um, for relationships and people's actions. Now that we've talked about faithfulness, let's talk about generosity. The Bible verse I found for generosity is Luke 6, 37 through 38. It says, judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, 
pressed down and shaken together and running over. Now I skipped um, some of the verse, but it says for the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. And this is actually um, an excerpt from a teaching of Jesus. So all of this is what Jesus has spoken in the Bible. Um, and I did refer and kind of combine two different versions or translations of that. Um, but it is Luke chapter 6 verses 37 and 38. So in our relationships, we should not be judging our partners. Um, we should not be condemning them. We should forgive. We should give to them, serve them. And it says when you do these things, that it will be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Usually when you hear this verse, it's in regards to financial situations, you know, give your you know offering to the church and what you give, it will be given back to you. But it can also be you know, with your life, you know, how you act, what you do, your actions. Um, and these are not coming, you know, the scripture note, once again, that your joy does not come from man. So just because you're not judging and you're not condemning and you are forgiving, that does not mean that your partner is going to be doing those same things and being perfect. But your joy will come from God when you're doing those things, because he will give back to you. So none of this is really looking at another person to bring you anything or to provide anything for you. It's all about self-exploration and progression and God giving you everything you need. And really, when you're doing these things, loving others, you'll bring success in God and you'll find success with him. So it's actually strengthening your relationship with God and drawing you closer to God through um, following these um, fruits of fruit of the spirit is increasing your relationship with God and strengthening your relationship with God. So I'd just like to note that. So that was generosity. We want to be so generous in our relationships, not judging, not condemning and forgiving. Now, skipping over from generosity, I would like to talk about self-control. Speaking of judging and condemning, we need to be um, practice self-control in our relationships. Um, Proverbs 15.1 says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So everything's not always going to be perfect in our relationships. You know, we are different people. We have different emotions and thoughts and life goals, you know, and experiences. So sometimes we will disagree on things. But Proverbs is telling us to demonstrate self-control by having gentle answers. It says it turns away wrath. But if you're having harsh words with another person, it's just going to make them mad and make you angry and make things worse. Moving off of that, Proverbs going down a little bit further, 15 verse 4 says a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. Now, according to Merriam-Webster um, definition, perverse means turned away from what is right or good. So when you're speaking is not good 
it crushes the spirit of others. And in relationships, we definitely don't want to crush the spirit of who we're with, especially if you guys are trying to work towards a common goal. You know, you definitely don't want to crush that person's spirit or even if the goal isn't common, you know, but you have a desire of something, you know, of your partner to improve on or to start doing. We want to speak good to them and lift them up and build them up. We definitely don't want to crush their spirit because you'll, you know, progress will never be made with a crushed spirit. And we definitely don't want to do that to our partner. We want to express love to them. So having a perverse tongue does not do that. Talking about having um, gentle answers also brings me back to, it reminds me of the fruit of the spirit that is talking about gentleness and the definition, according to Oxford language, remember we read that in our last episode, um, it said the quality of being kind, tender, or mild-mannered. So gentle answers, that's also an example of being mild-mannered, which is expressing, demonstrating another um, fruit of the spirit. And let's go back to self-control. I kind of went off on a tangent, but that just how I say they overlap with one another. They really, you know, you practice one, you're practicing more than one. Um, you'll hear my little my bubba in here with me he woke up from his nap so i'm sorry guys now titus 2 11 says for the grace of god has appeared saving all saving all and training us to reject godless ways and worldly desires let me just reread this again. Titus 2.11 says, For the grace of God has appeared, saving all and training us to reject godless ways and worldly desires and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. So I wrote this down as um, a paired, I guess, verse with 1 Corinthians 6-18. through 18. And this is the ESV translation. It says, Flee from sexual immorality every other sin a person commits is outside the body but the sexual immoral person sins against his own body and we can combat this sexual immorality because you know today our world is filled with sexual immoral everything you can find pictures and videos and songs and movies and tv shows we are absolutely bombarded with these images and everything else but we can resist it we don't have to give into that it says for the grace of god has appeared saving all and it in training us to reject these ways and the worldly desires and we can live we can demonstrate self-control and we can live upright and godly lives in this present age because of God. And that is so important for us in our relationships that we can be in a relationship and don't have to, you know, give in to sexual immorality because you're sinning against your own body. 
there are diseases and things that can happen, even pregnancies, when you are, you know, being sexually immoral, basically. All sorts of things can happen to your own body, you know, so that's a good thing to know. And I just wanted to put that in there for my single people. Um, and even people who are in relationships that are not fully committed or married. So yeah, that is all I wanted to talk about today. Today, the spirit that we, the fruit of the spirit that we went over, love, of course, most important, joy, faithfulness, generosity, and we end it with self-control. And we also threw in a little bit of gentleness and they're going along with um, our self-control and being angry and having gentle answers. I am so sorry that this podcast, as I was saying, I'm so sorry that the towards the end of this podcast was a little bit choppy, a little bit all over the place. Like I said, my toddler woke up and I had to stop and start and stop and start. And you heard his voice in the background. I am so sorry. Hopefully next time I record, he will nap longer so that that does not happen, but you know, this is real life. I said I'm not perfect. So, it's real life. You know, this is my family. I can't, you know, I don't have a nanny or anything like that. It's all on me. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in again. I hope that you were able to get something from this. I know that I did as always. And we can grow and learn together and practice these skills. I do not know what I'm going to talk about next week, but I will be back next week. So please return and keep a eye out for next week, episode three. So exciting. All right, you guys. Bye.